Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Do I hold that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can position it however you okay. want. Yeah, turn like that. You can. I mean, hey now, it. as long as you guys can hear it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you Stern fan? Is that what that was? Hey now. Yeah. Have you ever fucking heard of Hank Kingsley? Hey now. Yeah, that's from uh, Larry, Larry Sanders, Sanders show. Oh yeah. Stern. <laughs> hey, this guy. Um, <laughs> this guy does. This guy doesn't even play golf. You and I have the golf bond. We, did you golf? Hell yeah, golf. I heard you. I heard you reference that uh, before my punt, pass, and kick thing. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. And like, pull down just a little bit more, like this, like right there. Wait. And yeah. Now tilt I it normal, up. I normally have people for this kind of. Shit. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, we don't allow people. Now, when I made the Corolla joke, you said too soon. Did something happen to Adam Corolla, or did something happen between? Oh. I don't think so. Oh, okay. No, no. Because I said, ah, I said I can't. You said we still good for Monday, and I said, ah, fuck. Oh, I just I'm doing that, Corolla show. Harlan, you know Harlan Williams, uh, comedian yeah. actor. So him and I just six minute ass. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of weird, just inside joke stuff, and that's one of them. Where if somebody just says joking. something, it's just too soon, man. And it could be I want to. Yeah. Can I get a latte? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, soon. you know what that brings up for me? Yeah. Um, Wait, so golf, is that your... When do you become a golf guy? Are, we, are we rolling? We're going. We're filming? Can we swear? Yeah. You say whatever the frick you want. Yeah. Except for the word that Samantha B called Ivanka. We we don't No, do you can say that. We can? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just have to... I think it, for us, Blonde? it's got to be in... <laughs> yeah. For us, it's got to be in context, and I think it's got to be... Oh, sure repeating somebody else's words, right? Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I've called uh, somebody as... I'll see you next see Tuesday. A cunt. A cunt. I've said it. And uh, like cunt, so many, now, Well, now the cunt's out of the bag. Uh, <laughs> if you use an Irish accent, oh, you're a fucking okay. cunt. Yeah, there it is. See, then, that's then, fine. Then it's uh, fine. See, that's, that's, the, that's the pro. Absolutely. You know. And I think that should be a, that should be a go-to. It's just, it, it's just if you're going to call someone a very hurtful thing, just go to the Irish accent. Yeah. And then it just sounds like, ah, oh, he's being nice. There you go. <laughs> that is that it's is term of endearment. On a lot of U two records, not just one. That's the I buried Paul. I am the walrus. That thing. If you play it backwards, if you play some other stuff backwards, I you're a fucking cunt. For real? Yeah. <laughs> For real, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? Uh, have you seen U two live? Speaking of uh, speaking of Bono. Um, I have actually seen U two yeah. live. The greatest concert I've ever seen. Uh, was not you too, but no, no, um, no. Is actually <laughs> Tracy was Chapman a, was yeah. a <laughs> also great. I went to an Indigo's girl. Private <laughs> I mean, a private uh, show. I mean, uh, you, uh, you, you laugh. Uh, I, 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 I was on. Girls. I was on pins and needles. Closer uh, like, I am to fly. Yeah. Oh wait, dude, that I, was didn't I, I, Odd Mom Out. I actually sing that song. What? 
Hey man, do your fucking research, baby. And he's got some. I'm, I'm he's a, had a career. You've I'm got a quite two the trick page. pony, not a one trick pony. I get two tricks. Uh, no, you. I saw you two. Yeah. This was the coolest fucking thing ever. Mm-hmm. I uh, this is I I the, for for a time period. This is like 25 years ago. I got to do some very zealot like shit, meaning. I was like the buddy of somebody else, so I was always somewhere. We're like, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of one of those times, like some of it was like, I got to go to the Playboy Mansion a bunch. There you go. Yeah, but that's you get tired of that. I know. Uh, like for the ninety-seventh uh, you know, time, you seen you seen one hey. tip, you seen them all. <laughs> hey, how you do? Yeah, how you doing, yeah. Yvonne? The same no. pleasantries. Yeah. Um, but one of them was uh, uh, I got to have dinner at uh, at Mick Jagger's house with. What Mick and Jerry Hall and this is like this is like twenty seven years ago. Wouldn't it be great if you were like I went to his house, but it was like Tony Danza was there. and Betty White. <laughs> there, he was there. He was there, it. He, uh, he, he needs the extra the cash. The yeah. Um, apparently, Keith has written all the songs, <laughs> even though they're both on there. No. So anyway, we go. That was spectacular. Like how, six how people around a table? How do you get there? Hey man, I'm pleasant. <laughs> I you really talk are. to people. Yeah. I ask questions. Uh, I'm interested. Okay. Oh, sure, I'll go to mix with you. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But anyway, the next night, he got us tickets. We were going to... The whole thing was we were all going to the Cannes Film Festival um, to sleep on the floor of a buddy of ours who had a movie that he was just selling. It wasn't in the festival, wow. but there was a whole big film market that goes on there. Everyone's looking for a reason just to go, right? And like, I, you know, we were yeah. all like 25-year-old guys. Perfect. And uh, like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, fuck, I'll I'll go. Yeah, you know, it's like a plane ticket, and then you just sleep on on the guy's floor, and yeah, and uh, and he was there trying to sell a movie that um, was actually a lovely movie, but um, just at the market, and so he's doing that. So you then you just get to hang around and like you know, holy fuck, that's Quentin Tarantino. Who's this guy? He's this wow. Reservoir Dogs movie. Everybody's talking about this. Wow, guy. this was back then. as well, was that ninety two, twenty six years ago? So that was the whole thing. And the guy uh, that um, uh, my uh, buddy. Um, knew Jerry Hall had done a play with her and they were buddies and stayed buddies and he was like he was about to uh start a job and so he's like gosh shit I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to Europe before I'm gonna like travel around you know before we go meet up in con right I'm gonna stay at Jerry's place and like you fucker if you get to have if you get to fucking have dinner like at their house <laughs> yeah and you fucking you like fucking call me man yeah and he was he was great he did he called me like on a tuesday afternoon i was supposed to leave thursday he's like hey i'm having dinner tomorrow night if you can fucking make it i told him you were coming wow so that's a rare hollywood thing right for somebody to follow up on something of that magnitude it was great it was spectacular he calls i I change my ticket get on a plane land go there go to mix meet like i mean we sit there it's like six of us it's it's having dinner and uh, that's the perfect size, I think, for uh, an intimate when, get to, to know somebody. Mick. Yeah. yeah, to me, Mick. Yeah, especially especially when you're me. And it was so <laughs> preposterous. I uh, and he couldn't have been a nicer guy. He couldn't have been a better guy. And she was great. They couldn't have been more welcoming. I mean, I walk up. We walk into their house, and like he's sitting there reading. Like we walk up. It's just incredible, as you might expect. Just you know, but, but like a six-story brownstone outside of London, overlooking in an area called I think Richmond, overlooking this spectacular huge lake. Um, but we walk in. We wish you, you know. Jerry's like, "Go, oh, Marcus, come on up!" And this guy, Mark, and we walk up, and like Mick is in his kid's bedroom, sitting there on a on the bed reading like a nighttime, you know, reading whatever Maurice Sendak, where the wild things are, you know, whatever the hell yeah, he's yeah. reading like a kid's. The Bernstein book Bears too, tell like the his, truth. There you go. Yeah, 
Too Much TV, The Bernstein Bears. The Diary of Anne um, Frank. That was another classic. A classic. A classic. A classic Bernstein Bears. Um, Wait, the Bernstein Bears read The Diary yeah, of Anne Frank? Yeah. It. yeah. It's uh, a little known. They right. went for it. It's a deep they cut. Went for it. That was deep when cut. Jan Bernstein was like, we need to mix it up. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's, That's how she talks. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, she we was all, a movie producer in the 40s. And that, and that was to get back at Stan Bernstein, who uh, we all know, well-known anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah. Well-known. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting that. I'm putting that out there. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but anyway, that so son of a bitch. No, so, we, so we so we get to sit there and have uh, yeah, like we you know, a he's doing the first. He looks at me like, what's this guy in my kid's bedroom? Of course. Yeah. And, uh, but Which, then, not but the first time you've heard the, that. Yeah. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. To quote Stern. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so the uh, the, the push a little the, closer. The, so we said anyway. It was fantastic. It was like right after the Rodney King riots, and I'm. So I'm talking about things in L.A. because nobody else had been in L.A. and what's going on there and blah, blah, blah. So that was just, it was at one point, uh, someone at the table, refer- like his daughter, Jade, uh, who was pregnant at the time. And I'm imagining it was probably with, is it James Jagger? Like, I don't know if that's her son, the guy that was on the, the Scorsese rock and roll oh, show. yeah. Like one of, one of. Was, uh, that, a, was that a grant? Yeah, uh, on a vinyl. A grant- yeah, vinyl. Yeah, like, I don't know if that was a son or a grandson. I'm yeah, not sure. with no, him, James. he he probably has grandchildren that are older than children. Pro- probably. I mean, I actually I think he does. I, I he, think he just became he a just dad had, again. Yeah, sorry, he just had. Yeah. He he yeah, he he definitely does. Yeah. A, but he couldn't have been like nicer, more gracious. Like he he was just a freaking like lovely, great guy. It was really, and it's like, oh shit, this is. Wow. Like that's a that's a level of fame. Yeah. Like that's not like the 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 fourth lead on according to Jim. Sorry, Adam. But like that wasn't even a lead. It was a guest star. All right. <laughs> and you were tremendous. Thank but, you. By but, the way, drink ten if you're playing the according to game <laughs> drinking game at home. But like that's just a level of fame. The Mick Jagger level of fame. That's like you don't even know what to say to that person. What do you ask that person? Like, like, what is your life Nick, like? Would you like some more wine? Yeah, you know, that, was, that was one thing I asked. Can I have? Yeah, you know, I'll have a shot. You have a shot. More what? Brussels sprouts, Mick. Wow. Just, yeah. What was that? Was my next question. What was at this Mick feast? Uh, and by the way, um, Mick feast is playing at Mickapalooza. <laughs> That's the, exactly right. Which is no reference. The all Mick Jagger cover this band. This is not yeah. an Irish derogatory Irish. Uh, you're not saying <laughs> Mick, but you know, right? Yeah. Thing. No. <laughs> to bring it back to you two and the the best concert I've ever been to. Yeah. Like what was at the what was at the table? Like when you walk in, are you You know, it was uh he had this Jamaican cook. She was fantastic and everything like came up in a dumb waiter. Uh um, That's derogatory. Like we, we got up. Well, it was I t- was not the brightest waiter. Uh, but you know, and we were all just getting up going getting our stuff and coming over and you know, putting it down and honestly I I can't remember at this point, but it was But like uh, yeah, when you, you know, go, it was like when you go to Mick Jagger's house. Food, yeah, was, when you go to Mick Jagger's house, food, you was, just you like half anticipate Mick Jagger to be like, yeah, we're, we're going to be donning on unicorn or like some weird shit like that that's where you're like, what oh, I thought it was going to be. That's not something that the common man can get. You know. And he had it. <laughs> did um, did, who were the other people? Did you mention that? Did I miss? Uh, it was Mick, Jerry, me, uh, my buddy Marcus, yeah, uh, who set the thing up. His daughter Jade, right? She was mm. pregnant, so the child that was inside her belly. Great. And what her was she eating? <laughs> boyfriend, who I don't know if they were ended up getting married or what the deal was, but he was the father of the child. Like they could be married now and you know have five kids. I have yeah. no clue. Do you get starstruck? Um, uh, and have you like you've now been? I mean, working for 
uh, a good chunk. You've um, you have you have a dream career. I, I would say for the last ten years. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Before that, I was I was working at Merrill Lynch, so I was I was not for real. Hey baby, well, that's kids, a, well, that's kids a finance job. Eat, that's a know? great job. That's also yeah. now uh, acting happened. Take us through I, it. Okay, so to finish that quickly, yeah, he sets us up with tickets to U two. Oh yes, uh, it was He's about to abort that Bono spectacular. Story. Yeah, that was the great like seeing a, and and what made it so great was being in Europe. I mean, Springsteen's incredible. Oh yeah, dude. you know I saw I've uh, been to see the Revolution Prince's uh, band like recently with, without him. That recently a great friend of ours is Wendy from that. Like they're a blast. And, I mean to you know it's small. It was. 2000 seat places but yeah. like you know Springsteen's incredible fuck like, yeah u spectacular REM mm. like in the 80s was great um, that's a band I would still like to see look I saw Elvis yeah no. motherfucker no what? I saw Elvis when I was Matt Elvis was, it was a huge he was he was hefty but he <laughs> doesn't matter fantastic. I bet he still did Elvis. He's, I saw him about four months before he uh, before he died in no 77 way. my dad was a uh, huge Elvis fan and he's like you guys you gotta see you gotta, you gotta see Elvis this may be his last you know, tour or whatever. <laughs> oh, so they, so and they knew. So we went, and, you know, it was like we were in the probably the last seats in the whole place in Chicago where we were living at the time. And, um, and shit, that was, that was spectacular. Tom Jones in Vegas is fucking awesome. Would love, I just saw Celine you know? Dion and Tom, uh, like, how, and how Tom great Jones. Are <laughs> I mean, that'd be, a, that'd be a great double bill in Vegas. The thing about, Seeing it in Europe though was just it's way cooler. Uh, it's just like people are just they're just having a blast. It yeah. seems freer. I don't you're, know. You're seeing you two with Mick Jagger's tickets. Yeah, that's that all, that's also, also kind of cool. Yeah, just that like that's oh, a great reality show. Mick you get, Jagger's tickets, yeah. where he has a uh, contest of oh, Apple. You, you know, uh, he set it up. Uh, but, um, yeah, Europe. Anytime you see a live concert, uh, or you know when they do the. Um, was it not the Farm Aid, the Live Aid, or what? You know, like that big... Um, yeah, some shit. <laughs> some fucking some, charity. Some shit to benefit some starving yeah. people. Whatever. But it always just looks way more epic than like a Staples Center show. And uh, I don't know if it's because they're so pumped that this band is out there, right? Because it's way no, less it's, frequent. It's, 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 I, I, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's mm -hmm. way less frequent. Or maybe they're just freer. Rob Thomas in concert is spectacular. And? Matchbox, Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20. Yeah. But him, him, so, him solo. Yeah. Uh, but then Matchbox 20. Well done. I so. wish to feel <laughs> with this time has I saw Jerry, that, 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 that time. So then after that show, we go down and we're sleeping on the guy's couch in con for a couple of days. Fucking Jerry Lee Lewis is playing like a Miramax party and nobody's watching him. I'm literally like the Jerry only Lee, guy. And he was probably 70 then. He, but he was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. It was unbelievable. And um, do you? Oh, play? hey, I gotta take this. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Um, Hollywood Buckley over here. And I, I don't, I don't now, play it, instruments. No. It, no, it's so cool when you have kind of those moments, and you just have to take a breath, and you go, oh wait, this, like this business is as much as it beats you down sometimes and makes you feel shitty about yourself. You get to do some really cool shit. Well, that was like I was wasn't doing anything acting wise yeah. <laughs> and this, it, it simultaneously made me feel like oh fuck all these people I'm not doing shit <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile okay, it's Jerry Lee Lewis I guess I'll enjoy the next hour yeah who, who were your uh, um, uh, was, was comedy always a part of, of your uh, your childhood and your growing up in Massachusetts um Oh, hey, somebody did some research. Massachusetts. Oh, that was a guess. That wasn't yeah. the research. That was a guess by the color of your sweater. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Boston leaves that you're wearing right now. <laughs> Bob Woodward over there. <laughs> um. Who's that? <laughs> Good reference. I'm joking. I don't the, know. Um, 
So uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, Saturday Night Live, I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I got into acting thinking I was going to be James Dean. You know, I'd seen a James Dean mm-hmm. East of Eden movie. I'm like, holy shit, who's this guy? And ordinary yeah. people. How do I get into his bedroom? Effect. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, was he Was he like the, um, uh, I don't know, the epitome of like, you're just like, oh, that guy seemed like, I want to I be a movie star like him. Or was it just like, I want to do was, the parts he's doing? It was, or? it was just like, I was a fucked up you know teenager okay cool in massachusetts as you referenced where uh, <laughs> but uh and, and you know where we filmed the heat yeah and uh bingo bingo our welcome first, aboard our first picture together yeah. our first collaboration <laughs> yeah. with paul freak oh yeah um i don't know if you had worked with paul before i i had luckily worked with him before oh yeah dude um, he directed pretty much all of the office yeah well, uh, we'll get to that. He, uh, yeah, he produced it. He produced and directed a, a bunch for yeah, a yeah. couple of years. Um, but the uh, so yeah 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 so you know but like I wasn't like I was like shit I want to be a comedian like so many people are I, right. I thought I was gonna be some you know serious brooding actor. And which if did you've you seen some of my work? Yeah. you can. <laughs> I saw I I saw chipwrecked. Yeah, so there you I go. know what you I know understand. what you, I know what you're capable of, yeah, my friend. Yeah, well, I can bring it. <laughs> but here's the thing: like the soup has spilled. <laughs> What were your like early uh, uh, stage parts or just um, roles that you that at least like got you on that path to where you're like, all right, I am gonna be a serious at the Pleasant Dale Elementary School, yes, in uh, in Baldwin, Missouri. I was uh, I played the part of Paul Revere. In wow, second grade. I was, was pretty impressive. Wow, I think I was um, tree number four in yeah, the second grade. Yeah, well. You know, you know, some some, some, some of us have that it. born talent. Yes, yeah. you know they can Absolutely. say, "Wow, shit, this kid could be the next." Do you remember pa- parents? Yeah, well, like, do you remember people giving you accolades of that uh, regard even at that age? Because uh, kids can be great at, in second grade in plays. You can you can tell like a lot of kids are shitty in those plays. I think it was one of those things where they were a little too embarrassed to say something. I saw it in their eyes, but where they the were too embarrassed. Like, Why is this kid so fucking good? Because they don't want to make their kid feel bad. Right. Oh, you wow. know? Yeah, but yeah. I sensed it. <laughs> <laughs> so I said it for them. You know. Now, now when you go off, <laughs> when you go off and you get into and you get into Stanford University, I've also done some research. Yeah, man, uh, man, you guys read the Wikipedia page. Stanford, I put together. Stanford. Yeah. Uh, now, were were you going? Were you going to Stanford for theater? Were you going there for finance? Because you worked at Merrill Lynch. Like, what were you going, going there, there for? for? Weed. So you've only done a little research. Only, only, uh, only no. Little I bit. went there to play golf. I was actually because ah, you were because you were on the freshman team. Yeah. Okay. So I. Uh, um, so we moved to South Florida when I was in eighth grade. I had an older brother who was a, a quite a good athlete. He actually went ended up going to Stanford. Also mm-hmm. was a quarterback there. Got to start for about 14, 15 games. Damn. Didn't, didn't make it in the NFL, but, uh, you know, was it, like played at that level. Sure. That's an achievement uh, and, in a, of itself. And then I was a golfer, but I was uh, – he was throughout, you know, high school always great and just got better and then bang, you know, got that. I had one summer – that was I was on fire. Like I literally, I was very mediocre, and then suddenly, like something, like everything, like aligned, the stars aligned, all yeah. that shit. In the summer between junior and senior year, um, a uh, it wasn't even the whole summer; it was just July and August, really. Um, but B, uh, the best parts, yeah, the keep the better months. The uh, but B, the the back then, the like golfers. There's like four national golf tournaments a week in junior golf now it's so insane like mm-hmm. i'm sure it is with tennis and like football now yeah it's got private tournaments everywhere yeah. Shit, yeah you know 
Like it was, you know, you had what you had like the U.S. the U.S. Junior, the Insurance Youth Classic. Um, fuck, there, there was the Orange Bowl tournament. That was at Christmas. You know, like every month there'd be a big tournament. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I, I did well in two big uh, national tournaments that summer. I was leading the junior world. Uh, I was leading them at one point after like 27, 36 holes. They were four-day terms. I ended up finishing like, you know, 15th, 20th in both of them. But, you know, well enough that college coaches noticed me. But then I qualified for the U.S. Amateur. Okay. That was my – That's the big one. That was one. the big one. Yeah. And, and, again, with that, like I got lucky. I was – so it's 36 holes in one day. You play – you got to make it, and it was uh, it was played at the country club that year, um, but qual- but qual- so I'm in Boston qualifying because we, we used to go up to Massachusetts in the summer, even then when we were living in Florida. Um, so I got lucky there because I was starting to fade with as as like that that day like shit thirty six. I was starting to get tired, and I was I had six holes to go, and they called it for darkness. So I got to go home. Like, mm-hmm. a lot, you know, as many of us did, but like a lot of guys, you know, were done and they yeah. played Thursday. So I got to go home, sleep, get a pizza, wake up, come back refreshed and, you know, and then played well the next. Uh, so basically your months. whole golf career is a sham. Is it kind of a sham? <laughs> You're not that good. I'm not that good. But you, I'll, sh- I'll show you some video. You, yeah. you, you, you went under par one time on a, I, on a miniature I, golf course. I had two good. No, no, no. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. mean, I was the third team All-American, AJGA All-American. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> See? That's what that's one of the that's one of those phrases where I feel like anyone can say that and no one's gonna like second guess. I got you I, just I got say it. like, "Hey, I'm an all American. I was an all American." Uh, this nineteen eighty two. Yeah, that's how old I am. A-J-G-A. Okay, you look better than both of us. Go on, all American mm-hmm. golfer. By the way, and suck that mic up to your face a little bit more. Who got lucky? In getting general, on the office. No, there we go. There it is. <laughs> Todd Hamilton, winner of the British Open. He was also third team. Oh, okay. So right. what was like so your you shot? Was your, like, if you had to... Uh, okay. There you go. There you go. If you had to pitch yourself for Still a golf Brad movie. Fucking William. <laughs> scroll down. If right. that's your real name, Brad. Why is, why is this just Angry Birds? No, okay. Okay, there you are. No, there. you don't see it. You, you no, didn't I don't. scroll enough. You fucking... <laughs> Here Wait. you go. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. You got first team. You got Billy Andre. That's the thing that's so astounding. So the first team All-Americans that year. First team All-Americans. The only... So you had Billy Andre. Well, there you go. You got... There's 10 guys. Who made it? Billy Andre. Uh, Billy Mayfair. Scott Verplank. Those are pro golfers. And then second team. Did any fucking... Oh, Jerry Haas. Todd Hamilton was second team. Jeff Maggart. He, he was... Uh, Let's just make this a fucking bore the boringest <laughs> fucking segment on the planet. Yeah, the viewers are okay, so Okay, so we about had Trip Davis out of Decatur, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is, Buckley, right there at the top. Andy Buckley third from team. Boca Raton, Florida, third team. Oh, that's all American. Listed me, those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> from Massachusetts, damn it. You're not a Boca boy, huh? Well, no, that's that's where we live, but now, I thought they listed me out do, of Massachusetts. Do, do, do so got, I got lucky and that got me into Stanford. Do guys on the golf team get laid? <laughs> oh, comedy timing! Yeah, why not? Uh, they're just uh, there's no like girl golf groupies. They're so used to being by themselves, they're self sufficient. They don't gotcha. need if you mm. get my drift. That no. makes yeah. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I don't. You know, I'm sure Jordan Spieth is getting laid and like the cool sure. great golfers. I was, well, sure, but I was, they're making a lot of money. You know, yeah. yeah. 
Now, I, I don't know. Maybe they do. No, they probably do. So, yeah, I, somebody told me. I'm sure they do. I just don't know how. I didn't know how to. I, I don't even know how to do it now. And I'm like a F-level you know, celebrity. You're high Although I am married and darling. Is your wife smoking? I love you. Okay. Um, how long have you been married? Great. Moving on. And I don't so, know. Uh, yeah. No. No. <laughs> 15 plus years, 22 years together. Where'd you guys meet? Pre- um, no, we met. We Pre-internet. Met, we were Tinder. We met in an acting class. We were both students okay. of, uh, of this uh, big, uh, big guy teacher. Uh, my wife is actually an acting teacher now, and That's right. very sought after. Yeah, very, very, you know, quite a hell of an acting teacher. Can we say her name or her? Oh the, yeah, the company uh, Nancy Banks. Yes, mm-hmm. Nancy Banks Studio. And she coaches the likes of. She coaches the likes of Andy Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Williams. Well, no. I mean, no, who she got? She's great, uh, and it's funny because, um, like, you know, so who? Uh, well, because uh, plug around, Mar- a lot of actors. Mar- Mar- Margot to Robbie, you know, Channing Tatum. Jesus. Now, do you show Jared up? Jared Leto when he won his Oscar. For, Shut uh, up. Do you, you show know, up on the days Anderson. that Margot Robbie shows up? You're like, ah, I'm gonna come I'll in get and you a cup of coffee. L- I'll honey. come in and look at who's lo- here. Lo- yeah, look at class yeah. that day. Wait, you said Jen Aniston. Jen Aniston. Whoa, she's great. So many of them. Jennifer Garner. But then like Forrest Jesus. Whitaker, she's been coaching him for like what? three, four years. And are they all coming yeah. to the house? To where you're just like, Just What's about up, Forrest? all of them. Over here. Yeah. Forrest does, yeah. He's, I, I mean, I, I rarely get to know any of them. Right. Um, yeah, she's, su- she's such a good acting coach. She got Forrest Whitaker to get that other eye straight. The, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a comedy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't you know. Did. I don't know when, Brad, but that's going to come back to bite you. <laughs> not not in your career. I'm going to be in a physical way. Yeah, something. But that's not. You know, he did. Did he? I, see, I don't even. Did he get surgery to do something? No, no. It it was your wife. Okay. <laughs> oh, has he fixed it? I don't know. That's called committing to the bit, see, gentlemen. I have, I, I, this is this is Williams. You know, throwing a, a gigantic curveball that I don't even know if I'm supposed to swing at or, true or not. Wait, uh, does she coach? You or is that like she, a weird? You guys are like she, I don't want to cross those. She coached me for uh, an episode. I'm sure a lot of you folks saw it at home of Silk Stockings. Ooh, that I did uh, back in the day. Uh, Twenty one US, US, USA yeah. Network. Yeah, that that and, uh, that was like pre internet. Yeah, Silk Stockings was saw the as girl close the, as you the, get to porn. Yeah. As, as like a twelve-year-old Brad Williams could get. And you know what was so funny? I thought that I I really liked that show because like. The two leads were both super care like you really like them. Yeah. Plus, you know, you always get to see a girl in a in a bikini. Or yeah. Top, not really topless, I guess. Isn't yeah. that no, crazy? How she does coach me sometimes, though. Yeah. Um, and, and then is that weird having your wife coach you? Is that like a if power I struggle listened, for the if relationship? If I would have listened when we first met, I yeah. wouldn't have had to go to Merrill Lynch. Boy, I probably would have <laughs> worked a lot sooner. How was but, how uh, were the Merrill Lynch? Okay, so so you're. You start doing plays and and um, I go to Stanford. Get, I play the, golf. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. get laid. Yes, because uh, I'm a golfer. Has no no game in any sense. No uh-huh. golf game. No, no, yeah. no late night. On and game. off the green. He just ate a lot of Domino's pizza, and um, and uh, you, you do that. Do start doing plays there in Stanford. At Stanford, oh, cool. had done plays in high school. Like oh fuck, the, the, saw my James Dean movie. Saw Ordinary People. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like holy crap, holy crap. Did plays thought I was gonna move to New York after college. Um, start studying acting. Start doing tiny little like plays that you know nothing of a- any note at all. 
moved out to uh, L.A., um, started my, my, my big part when I was younger. I was uh, young John John Kennedy in a miniseries about Jackie O. For I had like four scenes. Ooh. Um, but that was kind of like cool to just uh, sadly now it's cool uh, it's mm-hmm. not i guess it's, it's just sad now it's really <laughs> it was cool then and i and, you know irish catholic from boston it was a huge yeah that's like yeah, that's like kennedy. the dream role is to play you know? is to play kennedy and um, now th- th- this whole time as you as as you're doing this is your family supportive or are they like ah, i thought you were going to be a pro golfer like um, uh they um uh, no, they they you know they definitely were supportive. They were they were, they were mm-hmm. definitely supportive, and yeah, they kind of knew once I stopped playing at Stanford after freshman year, they're like, all right, I guess he's not gonna. <laughs> I guess that's done. Um, but uh, no, they they were definitely supportive, and um, and then so I move out to L.A. and I'm here and you know doing little odd jobs or whatever, and uh, nothing, nothing, not not setting the world on fire in the least. Did you know anybody when you got down here, or was it a completely um, blind move? Just like I knew two studio heads. But they didn't help. No, um, <laughs> but that didn't help. No, I. Uh, no, I, I guess I knew. So, I, yeah, I knew. I knew guys from okay. Stanford, and, and ironically, my family actually had. Well, we were both in college out here. My folks moved out to Los Angeles. So oh wow! My younger sister and younger brother went to high school out here, but kind of by the time I moved back, everybody had kind of dispersed for a while. Right. Because um, that's kind of a big. If you. I mean, I don't know. I'm always way impressed. Like, I went to school out here, so Brad, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you even though it's leaving yeah, school. Yeah, people who come here and they don't know anybody. That's crazy to me. It's, yeah. Well. And, and not having been here for any, like, even though college to living in L.A. is like an adjustment, but at least just being here for four years, like, you feel not completely out of the oh, loop. Oh, yeah, fuck. You get to meet all kinds of people, yeah. I'm sure. I mean. You're like, I've been to Pink's Hot Dogs. I've gotten diarrhea. I think I'm ready to, to, make to it audition. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then where? Uh, how does how does the Groundlings even get on your map? Um, well, that's I, that's not true. That's a false. No, I'm kidding. How <laughs> dare you? Wikipedia is never wrong. Somebody just made up talking points. The, yeah. Uh, so Jennifer Coolidge. Nice. Yeah. St- uh, Stifler's mom. For she, those of you who don't know, she's Stifler's mom. <laughs> is a, and she's so much funnier if you just sit and talk to her. No than way. Yeah. I mean, she's super funny on, mm-hmm. on camera and on stage and everything. But fuck, I just love. I love hearing her. that. She's so funny. She's just, so what, just great. like you, just like real just, quick and just, just like bantery. Not, just like she's just just being her. She's just fucking funny as shit. She's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she spends I think most of her time in New Orleans now. Um, like she bought. Like here's here's fucking great story. She uh, but I ended up there through her. Okay. She um, bought two houses in new orleans basically like two months before katrina hit like she lived one of them is the house that she still lives in timing that didn't get too too badly beaten up but literally she bought uh like these two building i guess it was one building but it seemed like two in the french quarter and like four buildings in the french quarter got knocked down that's it like not many at all yeah and like Two of them were hers. <laughs> oh, oh, God, but, man. Uh, well, that's why you go back and you do American Pie 5. There you go. <laughs> you got to pay for that. Yeah. But she, uh, you know, so hopefully, she, hopefully insurance covered it. I'm, I'm sure. sure. But uh, she so was, was in through the group her. So we, so we met, uh, we like met at a party. And, hey, from Boston, from Boston, blah, 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 shooting the shit. And, yeah. you know, she ended up dating a buddy of mine for a while. And, um, but we were, we've just always been great pals since then. She's, uh, and she's like, you should do the ground link. You should do the ground link. And it took me about three or four years to finally do it. Um, 
And Why? Was, what, was, what was holding you back? Because um, it was it was a prestigious place at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got no, I got no answer. I don't know because I, I think up, I kept thinking that I was. I think I still thought I was going to be James Dean, even though gotcha. I yeah. wasn't even like James Dean know, didn't sure. do the groundlings. Yeah, that's fucking. But Jimmy wouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, uh, on a first name basis with Jimmy. So it. Uh, I th- I think that's probably the reason. I guess. But, yeah. Um, so well, then, uh, so then finally I do it, and it was great, and it was a blast, and you know, shit, you know, I'm sure so many of the teachers, Mike McDonald, oh yeah, Andy Sterling, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. Karen, and all that, and, and it was, but it was awesome because like you, you take your classes, like the people that I were in the class with, you know, it was Melissa McCarthy and yeah. and Ben and Nat Faxon and Dax Shepard, and you know, like wow. a bunch of a bunch of people, yeah, and yeah, you know, some you know, and. Um, you just get better being in class with people like that, And it's like just that, cool. Right? And Melissa, like, from the second I... Any single thing I've ever seen her do, like, I laugh my nuts off. She's just... I mean... Yeah. Others... Like, I'm kind of funny sometimes. Other times, I'm not at all. Everybody else, like, 50-50, you know, like, they can be really funny, but yeah. you know, then they can't. Yeah. She can fucking do anything. Every it's time. Just, it's like yeah. Kristen Wiggs like that, you yeah. know? It's like Maya Rudolph, I'm sure. Is yeah. Like that, you know? Yeah, and and, um, and and you just saw that from the beginning. Now, when you see that in that class, is there a part of your brain that goes, "Oh, I should probably do some scenes with her." Like I like I should work with her, so well, I you, should. You, you so end I can up get you end up doing that, yeah. yeah. And so we had we had a super short lived group that like it was as we were waiting to get into the next House uh, of Floyd. That was just a ridiculous name that <laughs> that we came up with. The House of that's, Floyd that's Sketch some, Group. That's some deep digging, or no? That's probably there. But like, um, uh, but I mean, it was just it, a preposterous name. Yeah, it was yeah. a sketch group. But in that group, according to online, it said Melissa McCarthy, Dak Shepard, Ben Falcone, you. Yeah, and Nat Faxon was in it. Yeah, too. Oscar winner. Um, who's? Do you guys know who he is by name or whatever? You'd Nat Faxon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fucking who else? It's. Um, I think like even one other person that but that was the thing that was so wild so so this was as we were waiting to go up into classes so then when we when it twice not once but twice when it came uh to do the final like lab writing lab and shit this is the 12-week thing and at the end mm-hmm. of this you get either voted into the sunday show or not right um i never did that uh, whether i would have gotten into the sunday show i don't know but i would have been cuspel i think but uh both times uh this great buddy of mine who was also the guy that dated um coolidge he's done a lot <laughs> was, he's, he's he's he has gotten around <laughs> he, he was making uh each each time like a two years separated uh like a small movie in texas and uh, and we were you know great and still are great friends and we're like fuck all right shit i'm yeah I got, i'm gonna come work i'm gonna yeah, come yeah. help you so then uh, so then it didn't uh didn't happen um and then I made a, my wife and I, we weren't married then, but we, we wrote and produced this movie together that was this, you know, fun wedding comedy and... Um, Called? The Big Day, I'm sure you guys know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure you motherfuckers have yes. seen it. Saw yes. that four times. Quoting it sure. right and left. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that... quotable as... as uh, that part when he says, I do? Great. Bam. Wait, I have heard of that. <laughs> Who's in that? I'm being um, serious. Well, let me see. Uh, Sandy Bullock, Susan Sarandon, <laughs> Gerard Carmichael. A very young all Gerard Carmichael. You know. All former guests of the podcast. Yeah, who knew? Uh, no, but it was, it was, uh, no, it's shit. Juliana Margulies yes, in it. Yes. And Ivan Sergei, but it's, you know, Dixie Carter, Kevin Ty, Alana Ubach, Adrian Pazdar. Check your fucking facts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Kathleen York, the great Kathleen yes. York, who's, who's, 
They're all fantastic. It was like you know one of these super small budget movies, and it was just great. And, and was it uh, awesome Juliana's, just to make and and stressful to put together? Or just... it was a blast to make, stressful to the whole thing was stress. Like I, it's funny, I've never smoked in my life, but like I would wake up by the end of filming, like mm-hmm. like we did like sixteen days. By like the fourteenth day, I'm literally waking up. Like the first thing I do is like reach for a cigarette. It's crazy. And that's wow. how that's how you know like certain people I I feel are going to make it in this business because making that movie, you're you're going through a ton of stress, a ton of work, and, and there's no promise that at the end of this you're going to see any fruits of your labor other than the fact that you're going to have a movie. Yeah, that's it. It's that whole thing of like you know what is it uh, naivete is blind. Like it's good to yeah. be naive. Yeah, you just. Yeah, don't know how tough do it is it. yeah but it was we got super we got super super lucky we were going ahead we were making it we we're gonna do it it's gonna you know and um and i had no dough i kept claiming i had all the money raised but i had like you know five thousand bucks and we, we were going along and we got lo- very lucky with a real legitimate casting director a guy named gary zuckerbrod gary gary and then drink five uh, of you playing the gary zuckerbrod drinking game at home there you go and then uh and then this guy Forrest Murray was this producer who um, uh, had had produced a couple of big independent movies. Yeah, and he came on just because he was a good guy, and we were we were friends through um, somebody, and he and he was awesome. So then suddenly we kind of had like a semi legitimate movie. But then the the number one by far biggest thing was uh, Juliana is a great friend of ours. Oh like great, Nancy and mm-hmm. Juliana have been buddies forever and ever, and. And uh, and we're going we're going along and we're casting it and it, and it was really to, I was like she was doing ER at the time I'm fuck like, I'm not gonna you know like you know you're not gonna get her okay well I wasn't even thinking of it yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know and I and I didn't want it to be you know one of those things and so one night we're like over at her house and she's like hey should I can I read the script like I mean you guys haven't even really asked me like I mean I might we might be able to you know do work it around or it yeah like that and it's like. Oh my God, that would be spectacular! <laughs> that would be incredible. So you just assumed so, she wouldn't do it, and you didn't want to. Well, she's just a good also friend, like, and timing-wise, yeah. and it mm-hmm. was just you know I didn't want it to like you know you don't want to like that is such a tricky stuff. thing with friends yeah. like that when you're like. But she, she you know, it's funny. We saw her the other night, and I like again. So uh, they were there was a it was her birthday the other day. She and she and her husband were out here, and uh, and it was funny. They referenced they were referencing like two or three big years. Um, in her in her life or whatever yeah. one of the years was uh, i referenced i was like well that year was the year that you were you know like gracious enough to say i will uh, let me do your movie yeah, yeah. like so because of that you get to it you know you like we got yeah. to attract other people yeah, yeah. and all that stuff and it and then we're able to you know sell it enough and made it made it it's it's so hard though even though it's funny because it's you know it's it's a sweet charming little movie it's not the world's greatest movie obviously but uh that that her is what helped sell it and kind yeah. of make back most of the money, I guess. But anyway, so that at the end of that, and the reason I made that is yes. because Swingers was out, and I was like, "Fuck, these fuckers are making this thing. Yeah, if I can't fucking do this, goddamn it, blah blah blah." So that was uh, the the impetus to to actually finally make the thing. I wanted to make it for a long time, mm-hmm. but then at the end of that. Like, all right, I wasn't Vince Vaughn. I wasn't Favreau. I wasn't, you know, any of that. And like, right. shit. And I ended up, like, within six months working at Merrill. Like, I was at Merrill Lynch. Like, all right. Wow. Man, just that's one a- shot, and then it was just. Well, it was like my wife was, uh, who, and she was like, you should just, like, 
mix it up and just do something totally different. Yeah, should like, be like something that get makes your, money. Get your life together. <laughs> money. No, and it was she was right. She was right. Yeah, it's sometimes you think that maybe just stepping away for a minute, like it's, recharge the battery and just kind of let you. Because I mean, shit, we can all probably test this. The uh, ups and downs of the business and the just like uh, way that you can get consumed in it, like can drive you a little nuts and to where you have like blinders on to anything else around you because yeah. you're just like I mean I struggle with that all the time and I'm like I need to just like do life stuff and not be th- yeah. working and think or even thinking about it um, yeah. so a completely different career change has got to and then but then while while that's happening you're still going on additions you're still at Merrill Lynch I, I didn't so I oh. just packed it in totally wow. I'm sure you guys read about it I think Sean and Danny Day Lewis and Sean Penn we all <laughs> we all decided to quit acting that year oh okay as a pact um, yeah you know and it was, <laughs> yes, it was a pact. the business won't survive it without us they'll miss us when I, we're gone yeah. who's gonna them. play Lincoln that's it I'm out too who's gonna play David Wallace <laughs> and uh no so that was it so I like for like four years I was like a, just a, you know I was a financial advisor were you good? It was great. I loved it. I ended up doing it 10 years. Like, I did it all through the run on the office and everything, basically. Really? Yeah. Whoa. So, so you were going to an office while it on was, the office. It was kind of... And it's also, like, what kept me sort of level. Like, okay, this thing could end at any time. Plus, it's... You know, I was never a regular on the office. Like, it wasn't like I was uh, making the millions and millions 36 of dollars. 36 episodes. That's, that's oh, pretty... Oh, look uh, at you. That, that's pretty now, regularly. That's on Wikipedia. On yeah. the IMDB, it's 37. So, see, I... I see well, but that... But we all know that was the flashback yeah, episode, so bingo. I don't necessarily count that one. Bingo. <laughs> Wait, did you like having that balance? It was great. Uh, and the whole thing... And this is so funny. You talk about that. Like, it's a big thing my wife tells her students and all, uh, like, about got to have a life you got to have a life outside of acting you can't yes. be staring at the phone waiting for someone to call uh, what are her reasons for having blah, blah, blah. a life like what are the like her so that you bring so that you have uh, a you're not waiting around and your self-esteem is based on whether you get a job or not and everything else but also so that you have something interesting to bring to whatever yeah. you're doing yeah it, it, it's the same thing in stand-up whereas if you don't go out there and live a life then you don't have yeah, anything to joke about yeah you exactly. know what I mean? yeah you gotta go out and know what's going on working in an office you gotta know about uh, certain experiences the nuances of life you have to go out and actually do things so hell the fact that you were like that that's so strange that you were working in an office and on the office because every day that's essentially training for you it was and it's funny because he was in in a sense kind of uh, not directly based on but sort of a hodgepodge of a couple of guys that were in the Merrill Lynch office who were one was the, my office manager like the guy that ran it um, and not even consciously I was even thinking of this but just maybe somewhere I was and then a guy that ultimately was one of my uh, partners like they're just super nice guys regular guys they like want everybody to do well they were just level-headed okay mm-hmm. all right well let's figure that out you know problems come up we got to figure that out um but it's all the great allison jones who you know we know my yeah. patron saint who's allison jones so casting things, yep. who, you know who did chipwreck you referenced chipwreck sure uh, <laughs> but she um so it's a couple things so blah, blah. so i'm there merrill lynch we get me and my wife we get married we have our first son uh she's coaching she was working for Laura Innes uh, for a while, who was on ER. Oh, Mike, Mike. Closer, yeah. There we go. There you go. Um, I'm just having flashbacks to <laughs> when I was an altar boy. <laughs> that son of a bitch! Did he say that? That son of a bitch! Father Mahulahan. So, 
God. You were working for who? I get a phone call. So my wife was working for. Um, she's uh, here. We go with a couple of Zelig things. She's yes. worked for some great people. She worked for. Uh, a she worked for Warren Beatty for a few years. No way. And wow. he's the fucking greatest guy on the planet. Oh, that makes you me so could, happy. You couldn't find a guy who's like he's Dick Tracy. He, but he's just he's just. A spectacular guy, and not in in he gets all the blame for that whole Oscar thing. He didn't actually it read it. It wasn't him exactly. Faye Dunaway read it, but he. Uh, but it was so. Uh, so she. So she worked for him for a while around the Bullworth time. Nice. Um, okay. And uh, she actually, it's funny. She coached. They've stayed great friends. Um, uh, they actually came to our to our wedding. No, Warren Beatty was way, at your wedding, dude. And, and Warren and Annette. His wife, his lovely wife. No uh, way! And my family was like, <laughs> their heads exploded. Like, yeah, they were, yeah, they didn't know. No, no, they well, they knew, but then like on, you, you, see, see, you see him in person. And so, yeah. what table did you put him Holy at? Shit. Did they get chicken or fish? <laughs> he or was both. At, I put them at the Whatever kids' you want. table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, how would you like to just be going to your pal's wedding? And you're like, all right, who's going to be in there? And then find Warren Beatty. I would just make down. a separate table that said Beatty and friends. Sit with yeah. another dentist. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, well, now, well, the, hello, Bonnie. The now, conversations I, people must have been trying to strike up with him. When you're doing your vows, do you just look over at Warren and Annette like, was that any good? Yeah. <laughs> like, how was I that? I stopped and I said, everyone, yes, it is. It's <laughs> no, no, but he 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 couldn't be couldn't be a better guy. But again. It's the whole Zelig thing. Like, it's because of my wife. Like, I'm literally, yeah. I coattail it on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, but it's, so she was working for Laura Ennis then, who was also directing, a, she was on ER. She was, um, God, what was her character name on? The name sounds familiar. Oh, she's Redhead. She was on, it was a doctor on, uh, she's oh, a magnificent yeah. actress. Uh, I can't really, I can't remember her character name though. Walked with a cane on the show. Ad, uh, Adam will look it up. I got it. Yeah. And um, but she was also and still does does a lot of directing as well. And she was starting to direct a lot of uh, Doctor Carrie Weaver. Carrie Weaver, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so she was like she was she put me in a West Wing. I worked. Uh, she directed a West Wing. She was directing a lot of yeah. those. Like ERs, West Wings, and now she you know does a bunch of different stuff. But so is Nancy, saying dialogue from Aaron Sorkin as hard as it seems. Well, it was so funny. I didn't have much to say. Okay. Um, and her husband was also in it. We played like junior and senior senators from from Oregon. Um, Dave Brisbane is his name. And um, but Rob Lowe, it was a the only scene I had was a, it was a scene. It was like one of those extended scenes you kept cutting back to. But Lowe is in it mm-hmm. again. It's so funny. Everybody I know, like everybody I've ever come across, everybody's fucking awesome. Everybody's nice. Everybody's great. That's like awesome. I've never come across anybody who's Except you, fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, who's, who who couldn't be nicer? So, so, so you've never worked with Tom Hanks because that guy, that guy, what is an a hole! Oh my god, we all know it. Industry secret. <laughs> but they, uh, 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 bastard, get your train of thought. Low. Mm-hmm. You talk about dialogue. Yeah. He had like a two-minute monologue. He had so much dialogue. And he was incredible. Like he had to stop a couple of times. He missed a couple of things, but yeah. I couldn't believe how like word perfect he was on this. And this is, Jesus. you know, I guess he had probably gotten used to it, and he's sure. been doing it. But at the same time, I mean, it's, do you ever get used to saying? Impressive. Do you ever get used to saying words that Aaron Sorkin writes? Because nobody talks like that. We all want to. Yeah. And yeah. the ti- and but we're all idiots. The 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 timing of of his words are so important to the story and ter- and also a lot of times there's like these dr- the dramatic walk and talks, right? Like I, that's yeah. 
Like, yeah. There's no way that you get super seamless at saying all those words and then also being like, make sure to hit that mark right there, right? right? Like, oh, it's it, it's got to be a very tough. Yeah. Um, okay, so then... Uh, so wait, so she's working for him. Then she starts and she's coaching people for... This gets to the office thing. Yeah. Okay. Buckley, you're fucking dragging. <laughs> um, she's, she gets to... Uh, so she's working for Laura's. Then then that ends. The deal ends. Laura had had a deal. Uh, Warner Brothers gave her a deal. That, it, it ended. So then Nancy was just coaching and that's what she was doing. And then she started teaching her class. Um, this gets to being ready for the office. Good. Audition. So I'm going to Mar- I'm at Merrill Lynch. That's what I'm doing. But she starts teaching her class, and uh, in the class there's like seven people. You know, it's it's, and I'm like, oh shit, I'll, honey, I'll, let me do. I'll do your class. It'll be like another body for scenes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And it was really fun. And and uh, Channing was in the class at the time. And whoa, shockingly, most of the girls wanted to work with him. Channing to me. of the Tatum's of Channing? the Tatum's. <laughs> Magic, oh, okay. Magic okay. Mike. Did. What is it, real quickly? What is that like seeing girls just try to casually? But very obviously, just be like, maybe we should yeah, do, we'll do the scene together. tonight in, well, I, in my well, house or, or in your house or at a, <laughs> in the street in a car. It doesn't fucking matter, but just let's be. Snuggled. Well, I mean, Adam, you know what that's like. You've worked yeah. with me. Yeah, that's how I was going to say. This is exactly <laughs> as I walked up today. <laughs> The two you girls saw. Out I know. By the the pool. Two, right. Brad. Brad. Oh, exactly. Oh, just yeah. try. Just, just trying time, for the attention. It's time. like oh, oh, maybe next. Time. I've got a life. I got to live. Yeah. You know. Jesus. Where's your comedy material going to come from? Yeah. yeah. You exactly. got to get out there. <laughs> Turn the pool babes away. Um, He's constantly doing it. But they. Uh, so I was doing that. Uh, get fell in love with acting again. All that actor bullshit. Blah 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 blah. But did. And then. I awesome. run, And then we have our our son. And then. Um, in August of what, 05, August of 05. Mm-hmm. And then I run into Allison Jones at the Larchmont Sunday Market, you know, getting yes. vegetables. Buckley, what are you doing? What, I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? You, so you were uh, on her short list. I was on her short list for small parts. No, <laughs> probably. Um, hey, but let's be honest. That, getting on the Allison Jones oh, it's, list it's is a big spectacular. deal. And yeah. she is, she's from Massachusetts and oh, for all real. that stuff. And, and blah, blah, blah. unbelievable at just keeping her tabs on uh, people that are uh, great and also just an amazing memory for like, even if out of sight, out of mind sometimes you might think she might not see you for a year, but then something comes up and she goes, oh, Buckley, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she called me, this the whole, she called me uh, almost five months later. She's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm in Merrill Lynch, I'm married, we, got a, we just had our son. And uh, you know that's what I'm doing. She's like, well, you know, if something comes up, would you want to try and do it or do it? And I said, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, if it was a small thing in town, yeah, blah blah blah. But you'd gotten and, back into acting. No, think? I hadn't. I okay. was just doing going. I had gotten into it just at, in her class. But the bug had gotten. So you. the bug. It was fun, but I wasn't thinking like I was going to try and get okay. parts or anything. I just yeah. was like, okay, and it was just it was fun to do, and I I, I love to do it. I do yeah. love to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll, we'll make East of Eden the remake someday, damn it. <laughs> we'll do Rebel Without a Cause. I'll get that red you're, jacket on. You're gonna, man. And uh, so then I give her mic. So you give me your card just in case something comes up. And then she calls me. That was uh, like October, September, October. She calls me in January. So four months later, Buckley, I think you should come audition for this part. She, I can't believe I found your card. It was like at the bottom of a file, but it's to be the CFO on the office. You watch the office. Yeah, it's great. I think they'll like that you're like a finance guy. Blah, blah, blah. You should come in. So I go, I get, I'm just excited to do the two scenes and I work with Nancy and get all, like I know what I'm doing and I'm all, uh, you know, excited. Get to the audition. The good scenes? Yeah. Um, and and did, did the, did your work in the financial world, like re- was it a, 
easier it just it just is like okay so he's the serious guy like he's not he's not joking around so just you just play it like like a like a guy would and um but it's so funny that whole like if there's actors listening you know you go and so i leave work you know i'm like just a guy at work and i'm all set and like i'm not thinking about anything then i get there and i'm in the waiting room and there's like 10 fucking guys and we all kind of look the same yeah it's like oh fuck why am I here? Like this is not Jason be me. Bateman, Forrest Whitaker. Bateman's there. Yeah. Whitaker's there. <laughs> Glenn Close and Close. Close is. Too. I can't believe she didn't get it. <laughs> but then uh, Chip Aston comes in. And do you know Chip? Yes. Super great guy. Yeah. And I had worked with him uh, on a show that uh, he was a regular on. I did a guest thing on years before about like flight attendants. Um, that was that was a lot of fun. But uh, so I knew him. Like a oh, fucking wings. Was, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I'll remember b- gotcha. before the two hours and stuff. <laughs> and uh, and going then five. and then um, then he uh, and then Rain Wilson comes out mm-hmm. and he knows Chip and I'm like, why am I fucking here? Like, there's <laughs> right. no way I'm getting Dude. this part. And luckily, he says to Chip, he's like, hey, I told him about the other part too because that's going to be like six or seven episodes, you know. Um, so you should read for that part too. Uh, which is the part he ended up playing, like the guy who ran the other branch, yes. Josh Porter. Yes. Um, but so, like, you get the whole negative head, things in your head. It's like, why am I here? You're like, no this is I'm what I stepped away from it for. Like, I'm just not... dealing with all the bullshit, right? And then I said, all right, I'm here. I, what am I doing? What am I doing in the scene? Okay, here. And then you get back to your quote, act, you know, the acting that you're excited about. Anyway, do it. They hire me, you know, a year later. So that was it. They hired you in the room? No, but they call the next day, and mm-hmm. then but then like I so I do it. It was awesome. Nothing happens. Like a year later, they call me, and I end up doing a few more episodes. Then a few more episodes the next season. Then the writer strike happens. But then after the writer strike, holy, holy shit! Like that's season five and six when they started using me. Like a, I did like the bulk of those thirty six point yeah. five episodes. <laughs> um, those two years, yeah. And then um, and then you. I like that you mentioned that you played it like as the straight guy as the straight business guy because when you're on a show like that where every character is so defined and and sort of outrageous and and large like you almost can't come in and just be another crazy character it's just not going to work right they they the already defined characters need someone to bounce off of yeah like and i guess that was the whole thing he was the straight man Mm -hmm. and it's in the right you know like he's written as the straight man so it's not like you want to and you know you're supposed to be the guy who's technically running the company or whatever. Right. So, I'm, so, 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 so what you was walk in doing like an Ed Wynn impression? <laughs> <laughs> what was that time like in between the? Uh, so when you get the call, are you just like so neutral about it because your approach to acting at this point is just like that's yeah, something fun still. But no, Not but thinking, it was like oh fuck, this will be great. Fuck yeah, like because yeah. you walked out of the Steve audition Durrell, feeling good or feeling good. Like shit, it went great. I did what I wanted to do. I also had to like get back to my office because I had like a client coming in. And wow, all that stuff. <laughs> which is great because then you're not really uh, thinking agonizing about it. Over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you knew Steve Carell was already a part of it. Oh yeah, this was so this was halfway through the second season, so like it oh, was already right. kind of a hit. So that gets you fired up, and it was yeah, it was yeah. cool. And then I was lucky because Greg Daniels directed that first episode, yeah, and so like brilliant. he's the guy. So it's, he gets a sense of like, oh, I guess this guy's all right. Your dynamic with Steve Carell is like fucking incredible, and like I don't know if you screen tested with him or was it just day one you guys' first scene that you ever had could you both just recognize like oh man this is the way that you're playing off of him and what he's doing I, th- I think Steve sensed it first no <laughs> uh, 
don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but you do well, know, right? Steve, you, Steve Carell experienced something they call in the business the the, the, the Buckley. Yeah, effect. the Buckley effect. It's, it's, it's the Buckley effect. You know, They're, you know the it's Betty Buckley effect. The but it's, Buckley bump. We all yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna get it now we're that you're on this it. podcast. You know, this is it. You guys are gonna you know. <laughs> It's not going to be. Also, girls uh, in high school might have also gotten the Buckley bump, you but know, that's um, yeah, but that's not college because golf. <laughs> but not high school. Wait, <laughs> wait but it's years down the line. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, did no? It was. I mean, I don't know. It was just. Uh, like, did you guys break I mean, in the scene? It's like he's really, he's like one of the one of the all time greats. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how 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 did you and Michael Jordan have? How was the chemistry? <laughs> Well, right. I would pass to him, and then he would score. Yeah, um, yeah, but I not would, true, man. Like, and he would pass to you. Like, you know, you're being very humble about well, it. Well, I mean, but it's I my favorite show, and so I've seen every episode ninety thousand times. And there is, you have to have he he his shit doesn't work if you're not, um, the, you know, the, the straight, the serious. Yeah, guy, man. I mean, and I don't like know. I, just, I guess I just sort of fell into the fell into however I started playing it and then you just play mm-hmm. it. And I mean, it's funny, you give a guy, gla- like when I wear the glasses, it's yeah. different. Like if I, that made it to totally different yes. feel. It's mm-hmm. weird how prop, not props, but uh, part of your costume, I guess props like that yeah. could uh, can affect you. Um, but, but even just yeah. like that scene, like one of my favorite scenes in the entire run of the show is when the um, Golden Ticket uh, episode, yeah. and like it's so, like just your argument with him on the phone um, prior to, him, uh, uh, you know, have, lying and getting Dwight to to lie and say it was his idea, and then you coming in and Steve Carell's face and like you guys playing off each other and then congratulating him, like that is all just so the timing of that is so um, epic. And I don't know how many times you rehearse that or do you jump right in. Like, what was the process for certain moments like that? Um, I guess yeah, you know, like you table rehe- read and you then rehearse the scene. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I was going. I, I eventually started started going to the table reads. Um, but I didn't like initially. Maybe by then. Maybe by then I I did. Yeah. Um, but what, like, what? But I don't even know. But no, you you kind of rehearse. You rehearse the scene. It's so it's funny. I uh, my memory is so bad. Um, no, I got it, Alan. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, you rehearse it, and they yeah. get the cameras there and everything. But then it's then it's more just you know as as you're doing it, I guess. You, you know. Play, yeah. And I mean, these guys are all like spectacular yeah, at it, yeah. so it's the, it certainly makes. Do you feel it, intimidated like, jumping in, or are you easy. like, no, I know what I'm doing? I kind of, I I never really felt intimidated. Isn't that so crazy? I yeah. never I never felt intimidated. Um, mm-hmm. The only, like and I've only felt intimidated a couple times acting. Um, this pilot I just did. Uh, this girls code thing with a guy who played the <laughs> MC. Keep going, keep going. This guy yeah. brought it. He did this leg kick, jump kick. <laughs> Fucking no, you were Dude, funny. You thank were, you. Adam and I worked on a pilot that we hope gets picked. Yeah, up. Yeah, man. This girls code that he was spectacular in. But no, the only time like I, I was never like uh, I got to do the other guys like with Wahlberg. Yeah, Wahlberg. And so that. I wasn't intimidated there. Yeah. Wow. I was intimidated. Just because I was nervous, uh, I guess not intimidated, but more nervous. Uh, I when I, I did a Curb Your Enthusiasm this past yes thing, it's like holy shit, that's it's fucking Larry and Jeff. Holy shit, you know, like yeah. I better be, I better be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the house, that was with, um, that was with Will Ferrell with again. With Will again, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah all, but all these other funny people. Yeah. And it was like Manzuka, like Amy Polo, like every, let alone like all the other people, yeah. like Nick Kroll and yeah, all. Those. Yeah. And it's like. Well, right. that, and that's one more moment where you kind of have to take a breath and go, "Oh wait, no, I'm here because they they know I can do this." 
and, and it's funny i can do this you there's a point you, you do it and then you're like okay and then you just do it and then you get a laugh and it's like okay yeah <laughs> i did it yeah um but those were kind of the only two only two times i guess and then I guess I was stood in the shower once with Michael Fassbender, and I got well. I mean, yeah. what? Bada bing! No. That's- <laughs> no. If, if you see, if you ever seen the movie Shane, uh, you know exactly why someone would be intimidated uh, to be in a shower with Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Nobody's that, made that joke in a couple of years. That so thing I can is circle back around. Yeah, that yeah. thing is the size of me. Uh, I got. I have been mistaken for Michael Fassbender's dick. <laughs> I've never actually even seen the movie. I just you heard, will play him in the documentary. Heard the no, I'll I'll you play will. his dick. I, I mean, uh, soft. Erect. That's. I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm not big. You're enough. not working out. No. 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 Uh, I have to know when did you quit the job at Merrill Lynch? So I stayed at Merrill Lynch. Um, so I was there. Just do it like I would go because I. You know, as you know, it wasn't like I was on the office all the time. Yeah. Um, rub it in. It was only 36 episodes. I try, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I try I'm to. to. <laughs> I try to puff it up to 50 at cocktail parties. Yeah, yeah you round up. Um, and uh, but they. Uh, so I'm there. Uh, was it a Jerry Maguire type moment? No, it, no, it was. It was actually like, I, and the thing that got that started taking my time was when so the writer strike ended, and I was on it a lot in seasons like five and six. So people were watching it, and I was starting to get auditions mm-hmm. for other things. So awesome. I was like, I would get to like test. I got to test for a couple. That's a good indicator and, that like you're like, oh shit, my work's resonating, right? Like, and then I got to be in the other guys, and yeah. then this, uh, Life as We Know It, which is really a sweet movie. Yep. And, like holy shit, okay, and then that is what started taking a lot of time. The whole auditioning process takes a right. yeah. fucking lot of time. Yeah, driving all and, over the city, and like you go, and then, oh, you got to come back Thursday, and then you can't, you don't, you don't just leave it alone. You need you a flexible schedule. Yeah. So then I got partners. Um, so they started doing a lot of the work also because like guys, I gotta, I might get some you know other parts, and then I got lucky and got on this ABC Family show, which is really a fucking cool show. It's too bad it didn't get to continue. It did go for a few years, but uh, called The Lying Game, which mm-hmm. was a sister show. Um, to The Crying Game. To The Crying Game. <laughs> yes. And I played <laughs> Michael Fassbender's <laughs> uh, Third base. Oh, know, my God. You got you to bring it yeah, all around. Yeah, yeah. Beautifully. But, but uh, no, so uh, I would to that, Pretty Little way. Liars. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. It, wasn't, it was like the same type of show. Yeah. Uh, and it was awesome. It was great. We filmed it in Austin. It was really a ton of fun. I got great friends in Austin. Blah, blah, blah. Um, from before, from, your, from my Zelig years, mm-hmm. music buddies of mine. And um, so uh, that it was during that time. It's like, all right, I guess, I guess I got to figure out. Like, I don't know if I can keep doing because a, I yeah. wasn't like they were doing all the work, so they were getting making all the money, and yeah. I was just kind of a there. And then, um, and then they brought me back on the office the last season a lot. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of during that time. It's like, all right, well, shit. I guess, I guess I gotta. I should just, I should just like stop Merrill Lynch and I kind of thought the lying game was, was going to keep going oh no, oh, no. I kind of thought <laughs> you're like the lying game here we go and then that this was it fast track to superstar I, no I just thought because like, it was so funny uh, I said I, mean, I literally said this to my wife about three months before I got hired for that I was like well okay how, how am I ever like gonna like make money acting like I kind of need to get hired to be like the dad, yeah, on one mm-hmm. of these Mel, on one of these nine hundred two one zero type things. Yes, like get that unless, dad money. Unless I can be like a lawyer or one of these shows, but there's like it's probably something like that. And then literally like that's that's what it was. But um, so then so then anyway yeah so then Mar- so then Maryland ends, 
and fucking the Lion game ends and the office is over and it was a and we had like did you ever office. think about going back to Merrill Lynch like hey guys like psych do, do, yeah do the whole George Costanza thing where you quit and then you just come back the next day like it's nothing <laughs> Didn't Larry David do that on on Saturday Night Live? Who was he? Yeah, that yes. did that on? Well, that, yeah. yeah uh, was it him? No, yeah, who was well, Larry it? They fired him. I, yeah, I I think he Larry quit. did like, that. This is bullshit. And yeah. he left. Yeah, and I, then he just showed back up on yeah, Monday. I think Larry did that, and that's why he wrote it as George Costanza doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's of the course. same thing. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> yeah. So then I've just been um, acting since then, and how much? You know, uh, it's all okay, you, how, know, you never know. How much uh, improvising? Uh, People, I'm sure, always ask you that for The Office because they're just like, there's no way that you guys, because it seems so, you know, well, I I can't believe, now you folks at home listening, this show is scripted. Mm -hmm. These guys have... This podcast. This podcast. (laughs) I guess the joke would have been, I should have said All of my stutters are in this script. (laughs) Podcast. That is the key word. Yeah. Show is... If if, if it it bends, it's funny. If it breaks... It's not fun. But you know what I'm saying? Like how much? Alan Alda. Uh, 90. That was a good Alda, by the way. Was, well, you remember some... that from, uh, yes. I can't remember what Woody Allen movie that was, but it's, if, 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 if it bends, yeah. it's funny. Uh, 98% of it was scripted, I think. Yeah. I mean, my stuff, I was, it was all, like, I wasn't going to try and come up with lines with all these guys. There. Was it so tough funny. to not break? Oh, I used to burst out laughing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Do, is there a moment in particular you remember that? Um, couldn't stop because I've, I've watched the bloopers again also millions of times and there seems moments where a lot of people just can't like Krasinski seems like he could never keep it together they um, I laughed my nuts off when we had the part it was the second episode that I had ever done and we have I have a big part I have the big party at my house yes and we're sitting there and like J.J. Abrams directed that like it was fucking what cool fuck? it was really cool wow he was great how does that happen? He's just a fan, and it. Yeah, yeah. He's a fan. I think like Josh Whedon did one, like some. some yeah. Some big people who are fans. So, so guys are like, yeah, I'm making comic book movies, but I want to do an episode I'll of The Office. Episode, well, the show yeah. got that popular, right? And people want to be a part yeah. of. Yeah. And he, you know, he, you know, he liked it. Yeah. But we're sitting there, and Steve, we're drinking like whiskey, and he references to the great Lee Iacocca. So, like, there's <laughs> yeah. a whole thing where. Yeah. You know, a, to Lee Iacocca. I think I said this was a gift from Lee Iacocca. Yeah. And uh, and he says, over the over the tongue, down the guts. You know, I <laughs> he was he, making up a cheers, right? He just kept he kept fucking coming up with something each different take, and everybody like me and the you know three other guys sitting there, we none of nobody could keep it. <laughs> and then he and then he started laughing. Yeah, yeah. But because the, the whiskey one, was real. <laughs> I wish. But the uh, the one that. Everybody was laughing for like a half an hour. It was a uh, God. What season is it? It's it's a thing where Steve thinks uh, Michael Scott thinks that uh, Jim Halpert is trying to like stab him in the back and get his job. Yes. So, so I'm in the conf- six or seven. I'm in the conference room with uh, Krasinski and we're talking. And Michael's like trying to get in there, get in there, and he convinces uh, Andrew Bernard to put together like a cheese plate. So he, and and he covers up this tray. So it's like a tray he's wheeling in, and Steve is like in the tray, <laughs> like hidden underneath it, so yeah, he yeah. can hear. Yeah. And uh, Helms comes in, and he starts going through like the, all the different various cheeses that he has, and it's all just like you know, like string cheese, like you know. Yeah. Grocery and, um, store. And and Helms is so funny in it that we're all bursting out laughing, and then Steve <laughs> starts laughing, and he's underneath. And he's like, <laughs> But that was one of those ones that went on for like a half an hour. No I mean, way. like a half an hour. Yeah. 
And yeah. then, I mean, bridesmaids during the, all the toasting scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. You, which is obviously not the obvious, but like you couldn't, you couldn't stop laughing. Like, they're so, I mean, holy shit, is Kristen Wiig funny? Yeah, and she's, then Melissa, you know, and then yeah. like, Maya gets up there. <laughs> fucking Rose Byrne was funny as shit. Oh, she crushed. She was awesome. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. kind of the unsung hero of that film. Yeah. yeah. What do you do in moments like that? Because I haven't. I laugh and I say, ah, oh, sorry, fuck, sorry. And you try not to. And then. I mean, at what point does like somebody try to go? All right, guys. Like, do you keep trying to actively, as the actor, be like, "All right, I'm sorry, I, I got this one." And then, like, at one point, do you sense like, "All right, people are getting pissed because we're." It depends how close you are to overtime. Yeah. No. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're in meal penalties. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, no. you're you're not lying. Yeah. I mean, I guess it. You just sort of. I, I try to. If, do you have a tactic? I've always heard bite you, the inside. Yeah, you, bite, of, yeah, you yeah. bite your cheek, or I. Think of that time in the shower with, with Michael. Fassbender. And, uh, that softens you up. It instantly just <laughs> how large he was compared no to you, and you yeah. just think, uh, no, no, no. Uh, now, poor, poor Michael Fassbender. Yeah, no. oh, poor Michael Fassbender yeah. with his yeah. with his money and huge. That sense has never yeah. been said. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he's fucking. By the way, that's a that's a great musical name. Yeah, poor, poor, Michael. poor Michael Fassbender. And it's just everyone singing about like ironically about like I bet his life must be the worst with his big dick and all of his good looks. Which is, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't have to rhyme either. That's no, a great thing it doesn't. Musical. I don't rhyme it. There's no reason. I guess who's doing the soundtrack? Indigo Girls. Bam. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say Bono. No. Nope. So did I. I thought, I thought you were going to say Rob Thomas. <laughs> We've been good. But Indigo Girls, you know. Do you, do you have a favorite um, moment from the show? Was it sad when it wrapped? Did you um, did your did your family no, love it? No, Was why it would like... I want to be on a hit network show <laughs> still? And, yeah, they would and, have all that money and be just like Michael of, Fassbender. <laughs> instead of here. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, was With, there a uh, half a bag of five-day-old Doritos and? Hey no. man, paint the picture wish, for him. Jenga, wish. unopened puzzles. We got, we got. <laughs> yeah, that Chris achievements. Farley awesome. It's awesome. That's a buddy of mine painting that. Yeah, he oh, was. Uh, he was great. the guy for me. Him and Robin Williams. You have the Robin Williams right there. Oh wow! I did. Yeah. The best. Also, the also all the, all four Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, so my heroes come in all shapes and sizes. Really, and that's all you need to know about Adam Ray. When, when you walk into his apartment, you see a wonderful Chris Farley painting a picture with Robin Williams, and you turn around, and you go, and there's the Ninja Turtles. And you know, and you know who's about to join the wall know. of Adam Heroes? I don't know what this thing is. <laughs> oh, that's- about what is about last night? The uh, name of the podcast. So yeah, so we've got something to tell you. The name of the show <laughs> that you're on. Uh, speaking who, of Rob Lowe. Speaking of Rob Lowe, also a hero, but Jim my newest Belushi. hero, Jim Belushi, a from hero. about last night. Yes, uh, and a teacher in Ontario, California. And I want to know your take on this as a parent who, in Ontario, California, reprimanded a student who uh-huh. was acting out of turn by saying, "Why don't you go ahead and lick me where I fart?" Have you heard the story? <laughs> I, I don't I want a Jay Leno on you. Have you heard about this, Kev? I, I have Lick me where I fought. Lick me where, oh, yeah. But, yeah, it was headlines nationally for a good three days, and uh, she got suspended for two months. And all I could think was, A, love this teacher. B, sure. what did the kids say that prompted a lick me where I fart response? Right. C, uh, C what else was she going through in her role with yeah. of options? What did she kick out? What did she kick out before <laughs> lick me where I fart became the go-to? Uh, what did the yeah. principal say uh, in that meeting where, you know, part of him was like, look, it was funny. You couldn't go with the classic fuck you or eat my shorts or, you know, uh, go, you know, eat, suck my dick, whatever it was she wanted to say. 
and you know the principal probably was like I can't let you look a day is probably good enough yeah she's like eight weeks he's like yeah like but what would you do as a parent if your kid came home and and you heard the teacher had said that so there was the teacher that said that the teacher yeah. said oh, I thought it. it was the kid no uh, man oh my god I got two months but I think that's like look me when I fart is so specific I think like you can't even uh, you can't even I want to know how the kid reacted like like La- did, you ha- I mean did, did the kid just look at and be like challenge accepted look if like, it's a fourth yeah hilarious if, it, yeah, if it's a high school the where the kid's like finally let's get down to business you know because yeah. you know how kids are in high school with their teachers apparently a, so a fourth grader is probably like I don't even know what that means I don't even know the butt is where I fart from you know well fart jokes are my kid in first grade is nothing but fart jokes that's so. the best sure. but what would you do as a father would you call up and um, I'm trying to think of a. This is the portion of the podcast we, 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 we call get, it breaking we're down. We're getting serious call, here. This is a very down special <laughs> about last night. Yeah. Well, shit. You know, uh, Brad and I, could I don't be know. I fucking, like you'd call a school. Like, what? Who the fuck's this idiot? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Who the fuck's this idiot who said that? Yeah. <laughs> I would literally say it just like that. Yeah. And you're like, uh, that's what you get for bringing up Fastbender around my kid. He's going to talk it. about. Sure. He what listens he- to the podcast. You know. Yeah, and now, I don't know. Have I, you I, had I nothing. have you had any moments with your kids where you've had to, where like have your kids said Be a something? Hero. Have yeah, have had to stick up for him, maybe go after a bully or a teacher? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have these fucking snowboarders. What these fucking snowboarders? You go to these mountains. Yeah, there's every time we go, and I, I only yeah, that's right, you motherfuckers <laughs> out there. I'm talking to you. And my Buckley's son's, on his my, my son's a snowboarder. <laughs> uh, a, I, well, I, I got a bunch of times. A, I'm the guy in the neighborhood who's constantly screaming at people who speed. Like, remember oh, in that the world guy. according to Garp? Yeah. He turns into, I don't know if this is a referencing a 53-year-old movie. No, but like a 35-year-old movie. He's he like he becomes a parent and then he's just nuts about people speeding and he yeah. chases cars. I do that shit all the time. Yeah. Um, but these, it's funny. It's snowboarders. These are the only two times that I've like gotten. I haven't, you know, like gotten in a fight with someone. Right. Like these guys, they come down, and they're. It's it's you know some most of them are spectacular. Yeah. Some of them get a little reckless. Sure. You know, and I'm not the world's best skier or whatever. And well, no, that attitude. um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, and my son's actually a pretty good snowboarder for a kid his age and everything. Um and uh, but like. You know, they just get reckless, and it's like because they're young, and it's. I, I'm mm-hmm. sure I was as I was like that. Yeah, I, was, sure. I can't believe the shit I did when I was younger, and I'm still alive, and like the way I drove, <laughs> oh, and all wow. kinds of. Oh, yeah. things, all right, part know. two's coming up. You know, very yeah. soon. Oh, I haven't even referenced. Uh, oh no, I did reference the Playboy match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but no, but like they come, and like one one time, literally, a guy almost like sliced my kid's hand off. He was like, he was like Jesus. an inch away from yeah. like his snowboard, like his hand was on the ground, and. Um, and and I and I lost it. I I don't lose it because I also don't want to get my head kicked in. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> sure. I'm not yeah. very tough. Because who knows what these like kids are packing, you know? But like I like call in like, hey, um, uh, excuse me, sir, excuse me, uh, <laughs> dad voice, uh, dad right. voice, yeah. I don't know if you're aware you're supposed <laughs> to slow down as you get by, you know, the lifts. Mm-hmm. You almost cut my son's hand off. Hey, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, Jesus, like, so chill about it. Three, three makes you angry. Three times it happened. Twice they were super chill. Yeah, and it's like, ah, fuck. Okay, thank you. You know, and you okay. leave, and they're, they're nice, understanding. Yeah, yeah, and they apologize. Do you, you want know? them to be a dick and, about it so you can like? Well, then the one time the guy, like a guy, was an instant dick. Yeah, and 
By the way, this podcast is brought to you by Instant Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Instant Dick. From the makers of Instant Coffee comes Instant Dick. <laughs> Sorry. The, uh, Just add water. Keep going. <laughs> we got to, you know, we got to, we got to segue into a, yeah. a fastbender joke. <laughs> um, the, um, no, but no, anyway, the, you know, one other time I go up to a guy, he's like, hey, you know, you fucking, he, my kid fell like right there. You came right over us. And he's like, no, I didn't, man. Kid was sitting there for five minutes. Oh, shit. And, I blood, just blood knew bubble. right away this guy was a, a total fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to get in a fight with this guy. I'm like, okay, is that is that what you think? He's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of it. And I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna like. I got my kid here. I don't want to get in a fight. And yeah. I and I probably could have taken him. Now is there now is there a part of you though that goes, I goes like yeah? Balls, I could have. But, oh, yeah. but 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 if I beat this kid up in front of my kid, I'm I'm dad god. Like, but I'm, then I'm you know. But then, you, then your kid's expecting that every time. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, the I pizza guy shows up ten minutes late. Bang, yeah, dad, kick his why, ass. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's late. <laughs> yeah. Fucking kick his head in. Yeah, or maybe I, I got lucky on that one punch. <laughs> well, see, I'm living and, off that since. And this might be why that teacher went with "Look me where I fart" because she knew she couldn't beat the kid up. Yeah. So she's like, "Let me throw an emotional curveball." There you go. Because if you say that the to the uh, the villains next time, your kid's gonna a think it's funny, topical. Yeah. Right, because fart jokes are always happening. They're not going to know what to do. If you if if, if you look at that snowboarder and say like, "Why don't you just lick me where I fart?" That's good comeback. I think he would have like beat the shit. (laughs) Yeah, he was so confused. (laughs) Yeah, he just I don't know what that means, man. But you're gonna die. Yeah, and then like stomp me with his (laughs) snowboard. Well, Andy, thank you so much. And my son would have said, "Kick his ass." (laughs) He's just. Would you take a snowboarding? I've never been. You never been snowboarding? No. Oh, you got to do it, man. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I mean, you'll break like three things, but it'll, it'll be a good story. you break your wrists, you'll break yeah. your ass bone. You yeah. Are, oh, yeah. I've already fractured my tailbone. Uh, yeah. Okay, then you know it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't I've got an ass nub. So it'll, it'll break an easier. Nub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, hate to, I hate to leave. I wish we could... Uh, we can go... Uh, well, we should do a part two very soon. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because you've got mansion oh, stories. Not. <laughs> um, I want to. Uh, yeah, I, I want to We haven't up, even gotten to Manchin talk stories. about Jurassic World. Because Jura- always sunny in Philadelphia. <sighs> part two, Veep. Part, part two, man. This is a one. We don't like to uh, try to bust yeah. it on one. You know. Yeah. Knowing that we, that there's gonna be multiples. You so. know what? We're like we the, we're like the tantric sex one. of podcasts. We just gotta keep You're, keep going for a while. I get it. I okay. get it. We can even be remote and come to your place for the next one. You know, have a drink. We could uh, we out, could get the gang back together. Tub. We'll get Sandy. Yeah. We'll get Melissa. Ooh, do a heat revival. You know, yeah. Get McDonald. Sure, you yeah. could You could re... You I just could, did a celebrity poker thing with Michael, and we got hammered. You could do the... the you oh, know, yeah. your, your photos. <laughs> what are they called? The still photos? The still photos, yeah. What I'm did you think? Wait, what I'm did sure you there think? was a best boy grip on that show or, or, or that movie that in. was that, that was like very small, so I can just play him. It'll be great. Did you think I was a terrorist when you saw me in the movie? Were you like, who is that guy? Is that beard real? How long did it take him to grow it? That's most. Of, that's yeah. those were the first three questions. Yeah, <laughs> Sandy told me that when uh, she was like, she's like, I thought you were some sort of terrorist. She's like, I was pulling my kid away from you when you were walking towards me. Well, Her dog barked at me and when I was like trying to nervously be like, hey, uh, it's Andrew Book. I'm, I'm in the movie. And her dog just goes, Gah! and I was like, uh, maybe I'm not in the movie. I don't know. I don't, I'm the still photo guy. Yeah. I'm the, right? The burner phones? Yeah. The burner phones? You read the script. Um, <laughs> you read the script. You read the script you're starring in, right? Um, well, they're great. Yeah. I hope we, and hopefully we hear something good about. We will. 
Come on, dude. Uh, Buckley and Ray? You know, I would Freeform's, think so. Freeform wants to be in Forget all Forget about it. <laughs> but, you know, they, they're looking for... They're, they need the podcast world. They do. They got to mm-hmm. get the podcast world. Yeah, they do. I haven't That's courted it. that market yet. We got to talk, you know, about Brad and his golf now. Sure. Find out what's going on. Uh, it's just a bunch of dad jokes. That's all it is. Just a lot of like, hey, what's your handicap? Dwarfism, you asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like that all the time. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> We're ending on a bingo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's your catchphrase, but if that you're selling shirts out of your car with your face on them that say bingo. bingo. <laughs> all right, there it is. <laughs> subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.